How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, the midday show with Andy and Randy with you here Tuesday afternoon, final hour of the show. Thanks for being with us. We'll get back into the biggest story of the day in just a couple of minutes uh, as we continue to react to what the Falcons didn't do against the Bears on Sunday, looking ahead to the final game of the regular season this weekend as well against the Saints. Got to win and get some help uh, to be playing in the postseason. Brandon Adams is going to join us at 120 as well, talks with Georgia football with him, and then we'll get to an AMA at 140 to wrap things up. Oh, real quick, uh, shout-out to Abe. Abe brought us some, uh, some tequila back from Mexico. So I do appreciate that as always, David. Also, like I said, uh, Mike Johnson and, and Dylan and uh, Garrett, thank y'all for feeling that. I had a good time uh, last weekend chopping up with them dudes and everything. And and um, is Dylan the best basketball player at the station? I don't know. I've never seen him play. I, I guess I saw the video yeah, clips yeah. on Twitter yeah. of him playing yeah. that he posted. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Probably. Okay. I, I could. I don't. You're pretty good. No, I was you played good. in a while. I was good. You were good. I was really good. I'm. But I'm. No, I'm, no, okay. No. I'm okay. Yeah, I don't know. No, I mean. No. no. I mean, because I, I just wanted him to. You know. Yeah. Okay. Dylan's yeah. the best. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. There okay. All right. Dylan's All right. the best. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> there we go. All right. We, we know he's wet behind the ears still. <laughs> Who else even plays basketball on a regular basis? Nobody. No one. He's the only okay. one that like. He, I think he's, he's in a men's league. He's in a men's league. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Rec league's fun. Oh, there he is, right there. He's got his Drake hat on. Yeah, yeah, that's his guy right there. <laughs> that's his guy. guy right there. Uh, yeah, Dylan's probably the best basketball player here. Yeah. I got no problem with that. Yeah, I mean, me either, but it was just, it's always funny. Because <laughs> I, I, I just love that guy to death. But, yeah, I was like, okay. What, what, was there conversation yeah, last week yeah, about, about his about basketball? Athleticism. Uh, like, I just one time he, he earnestly said on the radio, he was not being sarcastic or self-deprecating or anything. He earnestly said that he was the intramural MVP he did tell us that. in college. He did tell he us did that. He did say that as he, a resume piece. He did tell us that. He mentioned he did tell that. It. And yeah. that. And that is all good and dandy and wandy-wandy. But, uh, yeah, that's all. <laughs> that's all. I'll say. But we had, a good t- we had a really good time. So funny because Mike, Mike played for Nick in college. I played for Nick in the pro. But, oh, like, yeah. the stories that we were talk- telling each other were so freaking similar. Like, this dude is a machine and a robot. Like, everything, all his points and everything he talks about, it resonates through from I don't know when. Like, the certain certain guys that would come and talk to them came to Miami and talked to us, like these psychiatrists and, all, and these, 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 I don't know what you call them. But I was like, you talk, he talked to you? Yeah, talk to us. There's just so many different uh, things that we would talk about when, uh, when we were mentioning Nick Saban as far as coaching both of us. And I see that, like, you know, he, he's a math scientist. And I know Mike Condi mentioned it earlier. Uh, people, like, counting them out. Like, you're going to – that guy? Like, come on, man. Yeah, I come mean, on, look, man. I, I, don't, on, man. I don't think it'll be maybe what it was 10 years ago again. I don't, I don't think it'll be 
um, like full on dominant dynasty. I think there's, I think Georgia is is there with them right now. And um, I mean, neither one of them is going to win a national championship yeah, this exactly. year. So and I don't know who's having a dynasty right now because somebody else is going to win a national championship this year. Um, but yeah, as long as Nick Saban's the head coach at Alabama, Alabama is one of the best five programs in the country. Yeah. That's just what it is. That's like, what it is. That's now, what I'm saying. Last night they lost, right? So this will be the first time in his Alabama tenure. That they'll go three years without a national championship. Yeah, I know, I saw that. That's that's unbelievable. That's not a criticism <laughs> that's of Nick Saban. Criticism. That's a, people, that's a credit to what he's look, done. People trying to look at it like, oh, it's been three years since he won a championship. Like, it's been three. Most years. coaches never, never win, win a championship. One. It was forty-two years before we won yeah, that man. one. Like, like, come it, on, it, man. It, that means the, the, the yeah, exactly. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> when I saw that, I was like. What? Right. That's a that's an insult. He was also a couple <laughs> plays away from winning one two years ago when yeah. Georgia beat him. Last year they didn't make it, but they were damn near in the playoff. Two losses a, by four and points. He's a bad and this snap year, away. They were in overtime. Yes, a, away from being yes. in the national championship yes. this year. Yes. It's great. We gotta no. we gotta stop being so quick to kick dirt on stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yes. it, it not. <laughs> Everything doesn't have to have this incredible over the top reaction. Like Alabama lost. All right, that sucks. They're gonna be back next year. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, remember they, they declared him dead when they lost to Texas in September. They did. They came back and whipped out. Uh, whipped Diane. It was a playoff. Yeah, they whipped George's ass. The playoff they this year. There. Yes, exactly. So yeah, I was just laughing about that. I'm like, I haven't won a championship in three years. Huh. <laughs> That's over. <laughs> it's over. Savings. Savings reign is is come Damn. to an end. God, I would. Can you imagine uh, that be, being be your mindset? I know we got top story, but one, one, a couple more college football things. We, I didn't realize DJU going to Florida State. Yeah. DJU's going to Florida State. They play Clemson soon. That's, I mean, they play Clemson this year. Yeah, that's interesting. And, and how then, do you feel? How do you feel about that? I don't that? know. He had an okay year right. at Oregon State. I right. thought he was going to do better. I, I, I thought too. that offense was really catered to to his skill set, and he did okay. I'm not saying he was bad. And Oregon State was pretty good, but I, I thought he was going to be a little bit more dynamic there. And honestly, I thought that was going to lead to them being a legitimate Pac-12 mm-hmm. championship caliber team. He wasn't quite that, and they weren't quite that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's a good get for Florida State, but yeah. I, I don't know. And then uh, Cam Rising, the one – I guess they were talking about the quarterback who's number one transfer portal quarterback. Uh, he decides to go pro, which is – it's interesting. I need to look up his what, they, what they're saying about him. Yeah, like uh, – uh, I probably watch more Cam Rising than most people because he played at Washington State, and I watched some Pac-12. Sorry, Cam Ward. Cam you. Ward. Sorry, thank Cam Ward. Cam Rising's at Utah. Yeah, thank you. Cam Ward. Um, thank you. <laughs> I watched so much of him, I know his name. Um, and he's good, but like, I-, I was surprised by all of the hype about him entering mm-hmm. the portal and mm-hmm. being like, well, Ohio State's got to get him. That's the difference. Really? Like, yeah. He's good, but is that the that's their national championship hope? What, what is, a is horrible game that was. Okay. What a horrible sure. what a horrible. So now he's going to the NFL. I guess he has yeah. been told he's going to be a first round draft pick. I guess pick. so. Okay. All right. Well, good for him, man. Good for him. But yeah, what a horrible Cotton Bowl that was. It was just awful. Yep. Good for Missouri and everything. That's why Eli Drinkowitz. Remember we were talking about him we're probably getting fired this year. He was on the hot seat. Yes, got when him the season extension. started. Got him a new extension. One thing that will get you unfired is going 11 and 2 mm-hmm. <laughs> and finishing top 10 in the country. Good for him. Yeah, but again, that was another one of those games that was totally impacted by who didn't play. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah, it does. It, it, it's it, the it, reality it, of things right now, unfortunately. But for them to fall off, I'm talking about Ohio State the way they had, the way they did without no quarterback. I mean, you knew they were doomed when he came in. He had him a third and three. <laughs> you know they were doomed. You know they, yeah. you know they were they were doomed when the quarterback started with number thirty three. Yeah, you don't see a lot of quarterbacks <laughs> playing with a number above nineteen. Yeah, what was it Flutie wore twenty two or something like that? Yeah, he that's did. still I don't he did. still look weird. He I mean, did. I know he was good and all that, he but did. it still looked weird. Yeah, yeah thirty three at quarterback. There was a team that played in a bowl game this year that had to play a tight end. 
because all their quarterbacks were hurt and transferred. Well, I mean, hell. I mean, Muschamp's boy got a snap, which is so awesome. That was awesome. That was so he got awesome. a snap, and then Will Muschamp did the yeah, the, the, the snotty nose. The snot nose thing. Yeah, and pointed I, at first down. I still don't understand. I don't my know son, what it is either. My son did it once. I was like, well, what is what is flicking snot got to do with first down? All right. I don't know. I don't know either. Did he explain it to you? No, he did not. Oh, dang it. I guess it's some kind of rap song thing. Yeah, I think Damn, I sound like an old-ass man. Yeah, we are. We both are. It's all right. Another year. Another trip around the sun. All right, let's get to the big story of the day. Brought to you by QC Kinetics. Non-surgical treatment for joint pain. Boom! I think when, you know, you lose games, you know, like I said, that we've lost some close games, and most games are close in this league. And this one was had chances. Um, I think everybody gets frustrated, you know, right after. I mean, you put a lot into it, but that does it. Break anybody's spirit here? No. I mean, that's what we've proven over and over again that, that we've done this to ourselves. It's nobody's fault but your own, and you got to start with me as it, as it should. Spirit still not broken. It shouldn't be. You love got to hear it. You got a chance. Love to hear that spirit's high. Um, there is a chance at the playoffs on Sunday. We get it. They got blown out so by the Bears. You're telling me there's a chance. There is. It, it, it there happened. Is. It was bad. Justin Fields was as good as I've seen him play. Like He's Justin Fields. Dimes. Played fantastic Dropping in that football game. Khalil Herbert was running all over the place. DJ Moore, they couldn't guard him. Like it, Chicago was was very good on Sunday, and the Falcons were very bad, most specifically at the quarterback position. Taylor Heineke was 10 of 29, three interceptions. Ritter comes in, throws one of his own. Did you not know that he was going to throw an interception? Of course you did. Okay. Of course you did. You give him enough throws. How many did he take? Four? Yeah, as long as you knew that. And then he had one other play where he was in motion, and they snapped the fumble or the snap. Andy, I just don't understand – the sequence of play calling from Arthur Smith. And I do starting believe, where? From the very beginning yeah, of the game? Like okay. okay, it worked. But like my thing is this. This is all the unscouted look crap is the reason your ass is losing. Because your unscouted looks and bum quarterback play, it don't go together. It just doesn't. And head coach Arthur Smith needs to veto offensive coordinator Arthur Smith. Because I did, we were talking, we were, you were just talking, to, remember that damn play they ran against the Titans? Yeah. There's no way in hell he would have ran that play with Mike Brable as the head coach I against think, the Falcons. I think he There's ran that play no against way. the Titans despite Mike There's Brable. no way. And There's, be like, see? There's no way Vrabel. But like, then it didn't work. And then Vrabel probably shot him a look yeah. across the sideline. No like, There's no way Vrabel like, yeah, just run that play. That's why we didn't run that yeah. play here. Yeah, just run that play. Just yeah. hand it to Derrick yeah. Henry. But the, this is the thing. And, and, I get, and I'm always about, you know, I give, I give, I give credit more than I, you know, whatever. This Chicago credit. They came out and they were ready to play. They played the very well. We're not ready to play. And you do the same thing. You shoot yourself in the foot because your coach calls a dumbass play when you're sitting there threatening. And then you want to get this way. Then you put Young Way Koo can't kick outside in the damn snow 50 yarders. Yeah, it's 50 yards. But they, people that were at the game, reporters that were at the game, were tweeting about how Young Way Koo couldn't make 50 yarders in warm ups. And then you do it. And like, then you put him in that situation to do that like instead how do you, of just trying to stay above the yeah. chain. You're not tricking them. Chicago is not going to fall for the banana tailpipe on that play with Desmond Ritter. So what was going to happen? No, like Bijan doesn't know. fumble it. Ritter's is he going to pitch it to him? I don't know. Is he hand it to him? I don't know. And then Ritter's rolling out and he's going to throw a pass. Like I don't know. Andy. What in the world? You bench the guy because he can't make plays, and then, and then you bring him in, in on a, a gadget play. A, on a gadget play in the snow on the road. What are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, I, I just don't understand. I, I was interested to see because I think after the Panthers game, it felt like 
I mean, you're coaching for your future, right? Yes. You lose to the Panthers in you're that coaching, way. You're coaching for your job, and then that's the performance you put out it, there? And that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, after that Panthers game, I was like, all right, like, this has to be everything on the table, wh- whatever that means. Like, what what do you do when your back is against the wall the most? And I'm talking about Arthur Smith. Like, you, what does he do in this situation? And this is what he's done. This is who he is. Because they did. They bounced back. They bounced back. They had the most points in the season after the game, Carolina game, right? They did. Yeah, yeah. They did. They so did. there's a bounce back. But then you just go and you just – but even I don't know. There was even moments in that. I know that, that I'm not going to like try to nitpick a 19 point win. But like yeah, there was even moments in that game with Heineke where it was like, what in the world, it's man? Like, like, that's and, good. And, 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 and that, because you got you have bad quarterback play. I don't. I'm not. And, and, and the thing about it is, it's like people are willing. Everything. I don't blame Desmond for everything. I don't blame him for everything either. But damn it, if you had a capable guy in that position. It would not be this. It would not be this. Bad, I'm not blaming. I'm blaming Taylor Heineke now. It would not be this bad because he played. If, if your quarterback play was just average, it wouldn't be this bad. This team would not be in the situation they would be in. Yeah. They would be playing this weekend yep. probably just to play it. Probably because they would have the lead. Yep, they, they would. They would have won the South yep. if they just had average quarterback. If they had play. average quarterback play, they'd probably then, be ten and six. Yeah, right but now. this go back to the play call. You got average ass play. Is that why you feel like you gotta do unscouted looks every week? Like, come on, man. I, I told you, I would have loved to play a bit of player, a tight end in this offense with Artis With a different quarterback. With a different quarterback. Yeah. I would love to be in this offense because it is creative. But, mm, like, he can't help. Andy, when I was, I'm sitting there watching the game, and I'm like, I know damn well that they beat Johnny Quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but wait. Oh, but wait. There's there more. Desmond Ritter in motion. What the hell is he doing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, oh, they got to okay. So here's the scenario for Sunday again. We'll have plenty of time to talk about it throughout the week. Um, they got to win. Yes. They got to they got to go on the road and beat the Saints. Yes. Um, and then they also have to have the Bucks lose to the Panthers. Could happen. It could. The Bucks lost to the Saints. Bucks lost. It looked like on crap. Sunday. Baker Mayfield's got banged up in the game. Yep. yep. And so it is. It's Carolina. I mean. Their owner embarrassed him so much. Yeah, the owner know. embarrassed himself throwing a drink at well, a fan. Yeah, on so Sunday. maybe that galvanized the troops. Maybe one last ride. You all, you I, know, you really want your troops galvanized. Yeah, I mean, they got, they got to um, just like your nails. They got, you know, everything to play for. No, no, they don't have nope. to play for. Play <laughs> for. <laughs> they got the no spoiler more. season. Yeah, spoiler season. Not allow them. Y'all can have reservations on the same cabin. Yeah, we can go halves on an Airbnb. Yeah, yeah exactly. Meet yeah. you guys in the Bahamas. Yeah, man. I mean. Oh. Yeah, it's a really bad, um, really bad division. And the Falcons may win it if they win on Sunday and the Bucks lose. All right, we'll come back. Brandon Adams is going to join us. We'll get his thoughts on what took place on Saturday with Georgia beating Florida State 63-3. to uh, And then some of the fallout commentary from Kirby Smart and others afterwards. Right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast right now back to more andy and randy on sports radio 92.9 the game i got a song i'm about to sing it she left a note so i started drinking Bartender, pour anything you want on ice. I got a song, and it goes like Jack, Jim, Kilo, I'm yeah. apple pie. That kind of sounded like last night. We were clearing out the liquor cabinet last night, man. <laughs> Mixing them together, whatever it took. That bourbon that Bo had bought me, what's it called? Yeah. The, the city, what's it called? The, the city bourbon that Bo brought? Some Fourth Ward. The Fourth Ward bourbon. Yeah. Downtown Atlanta. Smashed out. Gone? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Woodenville's gone, too. Yeah, man. <laughs> we took care of that last well. night. <laughs> yeah, man. It was like, I was like, you know what? Have another one for Bunk. Yeah, it just evaporates, doesn't it? You yeah, know, it you open it, goes, it up. It goes really fast. It goes Especially, quick. it goes faster because, you know, I'm not the bottle guy. I'm me not, yeah, me I, too. I've got class here. I put it in the cup. Oh, really? And it goes faster in the cup for some reason. Oh, because bigger pours. Yeah. Yeah, because out of the bottle, it's just a little yeah. pull here and there, yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. It's true. And yeah. that's why I drink out of the bottle. I think I sent y'all a picture of it. To make it last yeah. long. You did. I sent yeah. you guys a picture of mine at the bonfire. <laughs> anyway, I don't know what Brandon Adams was drinking last night or on New Year's Eve or anything like that, but probably something. He joins us on Tuesdays to talk Georgia football. Um, brought to you by R.S. Andrews Air Conditioning, Heating, Plumbing, and Electrical. Happy New Year to you, B.A. What up, B.? Happy New Year to you as well. I know it is a happy New Year. Andy, I'm proud for you. Your team is uh, very good, a lot of fun to watch. It's always a really nice thing when you feel like your guys are playing an entertaining brand of whatever sport we're talking about. And those Huskies are a lot of fun. So uh, congratulations. No doubt. They definitely make it interesting every single night, even when they don't have to. <laughs> um, and we can, we'll can we get to that because I do want to – because I know you, you sort of – have a theory on a lot of different things. So I want to get your theory on uh, on the national championship and who Georgia fans should be pulling for if you've thought about it. But let's start with some of what Kirby said after the game on Saturday. I don't have a ton to say about the game on Saturday. I don't know what you can say. They blew him out. It was what it was. Do you feel like what Kirby said was calculated? Is that like a, an application of pressure on the powers that be in college football? Yeah, I think that it is. And yet at the same time, when I listen to Kirby in this discussion, I'm sort of still left wondering, okay, well, what is actually the tangible part of this? Like, you know, I grew up, you know, listening to like old people talk about politics and it's always, 
you know, somebody ought to do something about this. And that's kind of like just a <laughs> generic phrase. Right. And there's a little bit of what Kirby says that's like, well, somebody ought to do something about this. But the problem we run into is we all care about college football deeply. Most of the people listening to us right now care about college football deeply. It's when we get into the defining of exactly what this is and what the something somebody should do, that everything sort of turns into a little bit of like Charlie Brown teacher. It becomes like really hard to like have a easy flowing, sensible conversation. So, you know, Kirby said some really interesting stuff, but with all due respect to Kirby, to me, it just sort of felt like the same kind of empty rhetoric Mm -hmm. that always seems to come up. Most of us agree there is something sort of not quite perfect about college football right now. And yet it seems like we are really lacking in the ability to specifically define it and therefore specifically prescribe what can be done to fix it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what did you think? I mean, obviously it was, a, it was a blowout and everything like that. But like some of the different players that you got to see play, like I wanted, I wanted to see Gunner play. I did. And he looks yeah. like a young player that needs a lot of developing. But you saw some traits, especially athletically and all those different things. What about some of those other young players that you saw? Maybe you're like, hmm this could be a, a player that might help us get to where we need to be next year. Yeah. So I think the Gunnar Stockton getting to play is a really big deal. And you're right. He's not ready right now. He wasn't ready this year. That's why he was only third string quarterback. But boy, it could be a very interesting 12 months from him. And you talk to a lot of people close to the Georgia program. They just believe that there's something special about Gunnar. So I think there's a chance that Gunnar is still a very, very important part of Georgia's football future in the next 12 months, gives him a chance to kind of grow into that role. You know, Daniel Harris, uh, the defensive back who had kind of flirted with going in the transfer portal, decided not to. He played a lot on Saturday, and it seemed, and, you know, one moment he got kind of got beat on a, on a deep throw or whatever, but that didn't seem to necessarily be his fault. He just kind of got beat on what ended up being a pretty good play. But he's playing a lot. I think that he's a major part of the competition for this upcoming year. You know, the notion that Mikhail Williams, who we've all seen plenty, but now, you know, maybe kind of sliding into more of like an outside linebacker type role, being more dynamic, you know, that's, I think, a pretty big deal. So I'm not going to try to make the Orange Bowl be more than it was, but I do think that it was a little bit of an indication about the fact that obviously, as you would expect, the Georgia football future is still very bright. And I, I think you're smart to not make it more than it is, but I also don't ever like to make it nothing. Like, I, I don't agree with right. the idea that any of this stuff is meaningless. Maybe it's meaningless to you, but it clearly wasn't meaningless to the Georgia football players. It wasn't meaning, me, meaningless to Kirby. What did you think his message to them was, and maybe a broader message to Georgia football fans with the way that they played on, such, on Saturday? So. Here is the way that I would define this. To me, the 60-point margin of victory just shows that there is a difference between the best of the SEC and the best of another league. I'm not saying that Florida State's terrible because they lost by 60 points, but they still lost by 60 points. I'm not saying that Georgia's the greatest team of all time because it won by 60, but it still won by 60. And I think the one thing the very best of the SEC, whether it be Alabama, Georgia, whatever else, I think they have a right to make the case for it. I know Alabama lost last night, but you know there is an approach to a game like this that, that teams like Georgia have that is just different than what Florida State has. And perhaps it's understandable. I know a lot of Florida State fans are going to say, we were undefeated and we were robbed, so therefore we didn't want to be there. Be that as it may, there is a difference between the best of the SEC and the best of the ACC, and the approach to this Orange Bowl proves it. It's not, a, it's not an end-all, be-all, which means every SEC team will beat every ACC team for the rest of time. 
But there is a difference between how the teams at the top of these two leagues go about their business. What about that the, the game out in the Rose Bowl yesterday, B.A.? And, and Michigan, I think Michigan probably would have won it a lot more handily if they didn't have the mistakes and everything like that. What did you notice about this Alabama squad that it just seemed like it did not progress off of the great performance they had in the SEC championship game to beat Georgia? So it took me a while to actually settle in and enjoy this because I was sort of watching this through the prism of a Georgia fan almost the entire time. And the thing that kept, and now eventually the game was so good that I finally just became like a regular football <laughs> fan again and just sort of got into it. But the thing that I could not get over and was driving me crazy is the way that Michigan was defending Jalen Milrow is the way that Georgia should have defended Jalen Milrow. Georgia gave way too much deference to Milrow, too careful with him, like double spy type stuff, things like that, trying to keep him in the pocket. They didn't rush him, and so therefore Milrow, for the most part, had the time to do whatever he wanted to do. Michigan, by comparison, was much more aggressive. Now, it's also maybe true that Michigan's defensive front's just better than Georgia's this year, so maybe that's also part of the reason they had the success they had. Maybe it's more about talent than actual schematic type stuff, but nonetheless, what Michigan did to Milrow is what Georgia should have tried to do more to Milrow. And when you say the fact that you know Michigan could have won it handily, to me, that's the end-all, be-all of the whole thing. I don't think that Jalen Milrow is a special player. I think he's good, not great. I think Georgia gave him way too much deference, and Michigan got after him last night like Georgia should have tried to do. Brandon Adams joining us here on the Midday Show with Andy and Randy, Dog Nation Daily podcast host. Follow him on Twitter, at Dog Nation Daily as well. Um, this was always going to happen, but but since the game ended on Saturday, we found out a bunch of these guys are declaring for the NFL draft. A lot of these guys have been a part of something very special the last three years. Um, of the guys that are leaving, which one do you feel like you're going to miss watching the most? Well, I, I think, I mean, obviously Brock Bowers leaves. He hasn't officially announced yet, but he leaves as like an all-time great. Yeah. But another answer to your question is probably Lad McConkie from the standpoint. McConkie's just really fun. You know, mm-hmm. it's a, it's an unbelievable story of a guy that was very lightly recruited to a guy that turned out to be a very good player, you know, at UGA. The touchdown that he had on Saturday is a reminder of just how, like, entertaining he, he can be, you know, from time to time. And I'll also say this. While the smart money was probably always more likely that McConkie would leave, there was at least some chance that he might would have stayed. And when you think about the issue that Georgia has next year in terms of replacing the massive statistical production from Brock Bowers. A guy like McConkie really didn't play very much this year but did have nearly 800 yards receiving the previous year. He certainly would have made it a lot easier to replace the full like production that Brock you know, provided. And so while it's not a huge surprise that, uh, that McConkie did leave, his decision to leave makes Georgia's biggest offseason task on that side of the ball a little bit tougher of exactly what do you do and who do you kind of promote here within the game plan to do, statistically speaking, what Brock Bowers has done. McConkie's absence makes that just a little bit tougher. We were talking, me and Buck were talking about the running back position because you're, you're losing Dejon and you're losing Kendall, and now you got a situation where you saw some young backs. This, um, this Rodriguez boy from California is a big, big man, you know, running down with number zero. But then we talked about there's another guy that didn't even play this year, and Branson Robinson. How, how do you think this running back room will fold out because of the fact that you're losing two valuable upperclassmen that brought some leadership and things like that? Well, I think that Brandon Robinson has still got a really bright future in Georgia, but unfortunately, I feel like these knee injuries are a little bit of a two-year story. In other words, I think that Branson will be playing you know, next year for UGA, but it could be a little bit like what Andrew Paul was this year, certainly what Nick Chubb was like in 2016, where 
when you're one year removed from that, you just may not be at your absolute best. And I think that's part of the reason that Georgia has gone and gotten Trevor Etienne from Florida out of the transfer portal because I think that Georgia – you kind of need some sort of bell cow type running back performance that Robinson may be able to provide eventually, but I don't know how ready he is to provide that in 2024. I'll also tell you this as well. I think that Nate Frazier, another guy from California that Georgia signed in the 2024 class, this is just probably a, as dynamic a high school running back as Georgia has brought in in quite some time. And so, you know, we haven't necessarily seen the freshman running backs step to the forefront for mm-hmm. Georgia in a little while here. But I do think there's a chance that Frazier might could change that. So, you know, Branson's still got a bright future, but he's also going to be next year just one year removed from injury. So Etienne comes over in the transfer portal, a little bit of an eye towards Nate Frazier, and perhaps now a little bit healthier version of Andrew Paul and others. You know, that's kind of the story for what I think that George is going to try to be at running back next year. I'm just now looking at it because, you know, the game was what it was. I'm looking at the box score. Georgia ran for 372 yards on Saturday. That's stupid. Hey, all right, final one here. Obviously, national championship game's coming up on Monday. Say whatever you want. Don't be biased. We're friends. It's okay. You're not going (laughs) to – but maybe it's from a UGA perspective. Maybe it's just Brandon Adams. Who are you rooting for on Monday and why? Well, I'm rooting for Washington because I just don't like Michigan. And, you know, I don't think Michigan's win against Alabama – completely absolves all the Connor Stallion stuff that they've obviously been plagued by yeah, here. Yeah, they're dirty cheats. Is he on the sideline right here? Probably. <laughs> it makes it a little bit easier to argue in favor of yourself if you're Michigan, but it doesn't completely remove all of that. However, I will say this also real quick. You know, this to me is a battle of the way that people want college football to be versus the way that it actually is. People just naturally gravitate towards Washington because, as I said earlier, they're really fun to watch. Michigan, by comparison, not quite as fun to watch, but they also represent the sport as it is, where toughness and physicality does still really matter, which is obviously a nice thing for Georgia because that's also the way that Georgia tries to play. So that's the fun contrast in styles. You know, Washington wants to douse you with great wide receivers. Michigan sort of wants to pummel you along the line of scrimmage. And this is why we watch the sport, because every now and then it just gives you these really, really interesting contrasts. It's definitely a contrast of styles. Yep. Styles make fights, all that kind of stuff. Whoever can dictate the, the type of football game that's played on Monday is probably going to win. Brandon, yeah. thank you. Appreciate it, B. Good to be with you guys. Appreciate it. Brandon Adams there, host of the Dog Nation Daily podcast, Georgia Insider. Follow him on Twitter at Dog Nation Daily as well. He was, Report? No, oh, no. Sorry. I thought, I thought, I thought it, they had a picture of like Connor, the Connor dude yeah. at the Rose Bowl yesterday. <laughs> I was like, there's no way in hell this guy showed up. Bought a ticket. On the sideline. <laughs> no. Come on, man. Stop. Yeah, man. Everybody can root against that, Come right? Come on, man. Come on. Bandwagon is plenty of room. There's plenty of room on the bandwagon if you want to get on just for one week. You are welcome. Uh, all right. AMA coming up next. Any question, any topic. Phone lines are open. 404-726-0929. First chance to answer your questions in 2024. Let's make it good. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Queuing up your questions with the Middays AMA. Ask me anything. Glad you asked. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Brought to you by Right From The Heart and RightFromTheHeart.org. The final hour of the Midday Show with Andy and Randy. Brought to you by the Man Cave Store. Up your Man Cave game this football season. Up your Man Cave game for the new year. Yeah, man. Have a better Man Cave in 2024. Visit ManCaveStore.com. Off to a little bit of a slow start here on the phone lines. What's up? Uh, only we'll get to them, but four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. If you want to jump on, there are available phone lines for you. Uh, but Ed is in Lawrenceville. Hey Ed. Hey Andy and Randy. My question is to you, young man. I got you. You got to tell me if I'm just an old man who's crotchety or if he knows what he's talking about. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. I'm watching the Badgers. I'm a Wisconsin uh, grad, Andy. Okay. So. Haven't been to the championship in my lifetime. Good luck with Washington. Thank you. Um, they're playing LSU, and there's a receiver, Randy. Are you wear this Malik Neighbors? Yes, mm-hmm. very good player. Yeah, really good player. Okay, he was like 24 yards from breaking the LSU all-time yardage he record was. as a receiver. Mm-hmm. Big deal. Yeah. Okay. He caught a couple passes in the first half, and... You know, I didn't notice much. And then all of a sudden, in the third quarter or the end of the first half, end of the going into the second half, the sideline reporter is interviewing him on the sideline. And he's in the street clothes. <laughs> Probably not going to get any more yards. Probably not going to get any more yards. No, I get that. And I'm sure he wanted to bounce. But what the hell? Was he in the shower? While the coach was given the second second half pep talk, I mean, my question is, couldn't you have worn that uniform? Oh, I see what you're saying. I see. I see what you're saying. All right. All right. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Oh, yeah, hell yeah, he was in this shot. He was showering. Yeah. In it, yeah. Like, I knew Carson Winston. Uh, Carson Wentz, Carson Beckham were going to play half. I knew that's. I knew that much. But they came back out with a uniform on. Yeah. No, he no, he went there and took a shower. He said, "Coach, I'm good. I'm I'm done for the day. I appreciate your LSU, but I don't want to get hurt." I've always had this this thing right. Is it more meaningful to get hurt in the CFP than it is a bowl game? I guess. Okay. That's the, that's what they say. Like, because that's everyone says. Okay. Because if you get hurt, you get hurt. You get hurt, you get hurt. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't. I'm with you. I, I'm, I'm just kidding. I totally understand I mean, the direction you're yeah, going with you, that you question. See what I'm saying. Um, yeah. But what I think Ed just wanted him to be on the sideline with his jersey. Yeah. That's all Ed wanted. Yeah. Ed's fine. Don't play. Yeah. But, I mean, Malik I, probably had some pretty but, solid NIL but money. That's, that's, but that's he wanted to show it. people. The, the guys who opted out, at least the they fix. were in their team gear or the jersey right. or whatever. whatever. <laughs> I, don't like, I don't know. Like, again, I, like I said, I'm all for the players <laughs> making the decision what is best for them and their family. But if I'm the coach, I'm leaving your ass at home. Yeah, if you're, you're not, not playing. Coming but with Malik us. played but and Malik then played. came out. Yeah. So he can be there. Yeah. But if you're not playing, I'm you're sorry. Playing. You're yeah. not hanging if out on the sideline. Go say okay, go shooting, train. Shooting Instagram lives. Yeah, go train. And and hanging out. Yeah, go train. Yeah, go train. Yeah. Yeah. One day closer to the draft. You needed yeah. to go train for the draft? Yeah. Go train for the draft. No. Neil is in Marietta. Hey, come with me. Hello, Neil. Hi guys. Hi, Neil. I know everybody pulls against Alabama. But the no call 
on the rough and the kicker. Oh, yes, crap. Was the worst play by the officials I've ever seen. And I've watched 20,000 football games <laughs> since the 1960s <laughs> when it was black and white television. Wow. And if, you, if you're going to have a rule, you got to throw the flag. What would, what were they looking at? If Michigan, if, if Alabama had roughed Michigan's punter, the field would have been covered with yellow. The, the guy, the punter laid on the field for two minutes injured after the play. He clearly got rough, not yep. just run into yep. rough. He did. If Alabama gets that call, they've got a first down near midfield with the chance to take control of the momentum and the game. And there's no excuse. It These plays off. have it to be reviewable. Off. Every play needs to be reviewable to keep the officials from cheating and winning their bet. I know. I know. There you lost me at the end. Okay, Neil. I don't well, think hey, the refs bet hey, on Michigan. Hey, Neil, did they? Uh, did the referees cheat when they didn't review the call? The uh, fourth down for Alabama? Yeah, in the yeah. SEC championship yeah, game. SEC championship game. I'm just asking. It happens, though. Yeah, it, it does. No, he's right. It was a bad call. It was call. a bad call. It was definitely it was. a bad call. A There's bad no call. question. I don't know what you do to hold the referees to a higher standard. Than they're held to already yeah. because I don't think they're doing it on purpose. Like that—that's where Neil lost me. I don't think they're gambling on these Feels games. Like gambling. But, but watch. I mean, Donahue did it. But like, but then watch an NFL game like uh, on a Sunday. It's crazy how bad yeah. things are this right now. In terms of though. I don't know what they do to get it better, but yeah, Neil's Neil's mad, and I get it. I don't blame you, Neil. No, I don't root against Alabama. I'm not one of these people that tunes in and, and roots against yeah. them. I mean, I, I don't like Michigan, so I was kind of rooting against Michigan. Right. I was rooting for, I guess, you tune on a game and you, I end up rooting for I, someone. I, I, I like everybody. I was rooting for, you here's know, why I was rooting I, for Alabama. I, I like everybody because I I, I'm a big Jim Harbaugh fan. I like him. Yeah, he's a weirdo. I, he's a weirdo, I get a kick but out of him. I like, but I I like, like him. Saban. I'm like, a big Saban. I mean, come on, dog. Like, man, I, this man took care of me. Oh, sure. You know what sure. I'm saying? Hell yeah. I'm rooting yeah. for Bama, though, because you're friends with the dad of one of their running backs. Oh, So yeah. I'm like, yeah, ah, I saw, I saw good ne- enough for me. I saw nephew playing your style. <laughs> yeah. like, go ahead, boy. Good enough for Put me. Get that damn arm brace on. <laughs> All right. Eric's yeah. in Powder Springs. Hey, Eric. <laughs> Bill said they were cheap. I haven't talked to y'all in a long time, man. been a long time. I saw when I was traveling. Day one listener. I got a question for you. What was the actual best play for the Atlanta Falcons this year? Was it the one to Tyler Algiers for 75 yards? That was a beautiful play. Yeah, that was a good play. Uh, Um, That bear jumped on him, though. I was like, come on, Tyler. Go, 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 go. Get there. Uh, Best play. Help me here, Andy. Uh, You give me Jesse Bates picking off Bryce Young week one. Yeah, that was good. Either, Either of them. The Jesse Bates play... A couple weeks back, too, he had an interception, a really big interception in a game. Uh, maybe Drake London's catch on the sideline against Tampa. Okay, great catch. Yeah, great catch. Yeah, uh, Bijan's run against the Packers when he had oh, the camera. Oh yeah, Bijan Darnell the, Savage yeah. when he shook him into the yeah. center of the earth. That yeah. was that yeah. was a crazy that was a great play. One. Um, but yeah, no, your point is made. It was I think almost Alford. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that would have been pretty crazy at the yeah. end of the half, dude. But that only <laughs> happens, started celebrating. That only happens to bad teams. That happens to bad teams. Your ass falls down at your five. Yep. Yep. Falls just, down. Just that, dude, there's nothing. Cause there's, almost kick six them. There's nothing <laughs> but linemen and two tight ends on that team. Yep. You cannot let the holder. You can't let the holder get you. You cannot no. let the holder get you, but no. that only happens to them. Yep. I was like, over, oh, go. go. But oh. also, getting kick six only happens to bad teams, too. Yes. Like, the Bears, the Bears were the only, only a team that six. would allow that yeah. to happen to them. Chuck is in Atlanta. Hey, Chuck. You know, they just uh, I'll be as quick as I can. Uh, one, the worst 
commissioner in college sports has to be the ACC commissioner, not because of Florida State, but because he lets Notre Dame pimp him. <laughs> Second, this could be a purple, it may be a purple year for football. Maybe Washington and Baltimore both win. Maybe. And we're in the we're in the third year of my prediction with, with old uh, Hugh in the morning show when I told him that it's just going to take a matter of time before 30 or 40 of the presidents and ADs get together and form a college American football league where they can play each week, get money thrown at them, and make enough money to support the other programs without the NCAA watching over them. And real quick, last but not least, I love NIL. I just hate the execution when a guy gets punished for getting a barbecue sandwich after everybody's sitting around with $20 and $30 payouts. And my question from the holidays that I get to, didn't get to put in, if all these actors and actresses are so good and we give them awards, why do they end up getting divorced or getting a new relationship after they're in a romantic scene with the person? All of a sudden, they in love with that person. I say, you must not have been acting then. Hmm. Have a good day, y'all. a lot of stuff, That's a man. lot, That's a a lot of stuff. Um, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, if you're so good at acting, why don't you act like a better husband? Yeah, or something like you know? that. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I would have a, a. I don't know how I would feel about that. I know. Well, that, I know how I would feel about it. What was that show that? Um, I would not that, like um, it. Uh, uh, Gabrielle Union used to do the sexy one. They used to have all like the the the, the, the soft core, the soft porn. Sure, it, it, I'm it, not supporting like, that. I can be like, I can be <clears throat> D Wade in there, like. I guess they're just acting. Hold on, dog. <laughs> Hold on, bro. All and right. he's right. A lot of times they'll film those movies together and they'll find chemistry yeah. and then they'll get together. No, man. That's yeah, I don't want to do that. I, I got to be like, I'm going to be under the sheets. Yeah, I'm the double. Yes, I'm the double. Your body double? Yeah, dog. Yeah, there ain't no way in the hell. <laughs> Being Mary J, thanks, Bo. Yeah, ain't no way in the heezy. I'm, you can't be on top of I don't care if you got on shorts. I don't even, my wife's a TV producer. I don't even like them to do like sexy segments really? on her show. You don't like, hey, no, man. I'm like too close. Uh, yeah, I don't even like there to be handsome hosts of the shows that she dog, produces. I'm, hey, man. Now, I'm, only I'm women and old guys hey, over there. And you keep it that way. <laughs> All right, let's get to takeaways of the day. Into the final stretch. It's time for the takeaway of the day. So many achievements. On Andy and Randy. Hold Sports on, Radio 929 the game. Bo, 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 Bo was in the in the show. You were in that show? Yeah, Bo was in the guy Gabriel. I was in that show a lot, like four or five seasons. Soft pornin? Huh? No, no, no. Just uh I was a bartender in one <laughs> where I gave her a drink. That she went in soft porn with some other dude in the back room. Well, hell, you had you had influence on it, Bo. Yeah, Maybe. That was an assist. All right, all right Bo, uh, <laughs> Bo assisted Gabrielle. You gonna get laid? Nice. Uh, where's my other one at? Uh, had some. Andy wants to get more sleep, and <laughs> Ashley just pops it in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Randy has a foul mouth. That's how he described his language. <laughs> a foul mouth. Uh, let's see. Just because something is unscouted doesn't make it good. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you want your troops galvanized, just like your nails. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Braves won a soft 105 games a season ago. Don't worry, though. They're hard now. Yeah. Uh, and Randy, with the old man comment of the day, what is that? Some rap song kind of thing? <laughs> <laughs> Not old as hell. All right. Let's talk, to, let's talk to Carl and see how he's doing. Coming up next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.